from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I'm reading this thread. The, the question was, um, what questions do you wish you had asked your significant other before you got married? Do you want to start? Can I? Can I? Like you kind of, you kind of chimed in first. Yeah, like so. When you say you're going out with Joyce, you mean like Joyce, Joyce, right? Like, and not like some dude. Um. So that is a that is a big one though, and and so some of these questions are the one that comes up all the time that people don't think to ask before they get married is how much debt do you have? Oh yeah, good one. Oh, that's a good one. Right. Um. What your feelings on sharing like bank accounts uh-huh. because you have to get that sorted. Yeah. Um, the, one of the big ones though, that comes up is if a woman sort of asks her, her male fiance, you say, I have male friends. Is that ever going to be a problem? Or when the guy says I have female friends, is that ever going to be a problem? Mm-hmm. That's the one that comes up a lot, right? See for, I, I don't know. I didn't have, I knew Jenna had like, uh, a handful of like male friends. Yeah. And for me, it didn't bother me no. at all. But I think, I think it might have bothered her a little bit that sure. I had some female friends. But yeah. then after a while, like, as people grow up and you kind of lose touch with other other folks, right? Did you have any questions, Deepa, for Thalal? Uh, no, the only thing I wish I had asked was, do you snore? <laughs> Oh, that's right. Because you guys didn't even—you guys didn't live together. That was also on this list. Was the question you should ask before you get married is, "Do you want to live together first? Mm. That was a—that was a big one on here. So, yeah, Yeah. because you had—you had no idea about any of this stuff, right? No, no sleepovers, no trips. So, um, I had to learn about the snoring. Yeah, (laughs) as a married woman. As a married woman, but I was like, you know what? I love you so much. That I will overlook. But I, I also time. feel like your your situation um, is unique because you and the law, Deepa, have known each other since you were since you were twelve years old, Children. right? Yeah. So yeah. you kind of already grew up knowing everything and like already having multiple discussions about things, about life and personal mm-hmm. stuff before even getting to the point of marriage. But yes, the the snoring one, the stuff w- yes. that that really matters, not matters, but the stuff mm-hmm. that you learn about each other after living together. Uh, damn it, Maury. Oh, God. The <laughs> I think he, had, he should have asked me more That's what I was going to yeah. say, because I thought the same thing more, is that I don't really have any questions that I would want. Like, I would maybe ask like Catherine. Matthew's financially fine. Yeah. Like he's, he's I'm fashionable. Sure, yeah, like, I'm sure Catherine would have a ton of questions for me She's that she wishes she had have asked. Um, but like, Tell uh, her to read your book. <laughs> your exactly, memoir. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know, I know. Yo, babe, I got this memoir coming out September 27th. Uh, yeah, but no, but like, my questions would be sort of like, like, I'm in the sort of in the world of, like you know. Like, how important, are, like, like, should the question be like, how important are looks later in life? Right, that's a great question. But this well, again, this is now, a great question. I don't plan on looking great then. So wait a second. So when you and Matthew got together, you already planned on not looking good. 
Well, no, but like, you know, like you get tired in your 40s. <laughs> but you didn't know you were going to be tired in your 40s. No, but like, you know, that's why I, like I, he should have asked me, like, do you plan on, you know, having your belly settle down? <laughs> wow. Oh and you asked you back then. Wow. But, but Maury, but back then you would have said no. <laughs> no, no, you're right. No, okay. So, okay, back to the drawing board. Yeah. What questions would you have had for Matthew? Anything? Um, are that you, you okay wish you asked? Are you okay with money problems? Yes. Are you okay with somebody who really doesn't care about cleanliness? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, wow, oh, man. Oh, wow. You, 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 think oh. you, you think you would still be a couple if you looked at the... Absolutely you, not. No, no, although when he came over, my place looked like a delicatessen. It had autographed pictures all over. <laughs> and I, like, he came in and completely took them all... Date two, he took them all down. Like a Hollywood dry cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what questions do you wish you asked your significant uh, other before you got Said, uh, if my mother-in-law is going to be the way she is, the way she is oh, now. Man, the oh, in, the in-law problems. That's uh, a good one. Do you know how to cook? Good one. But see, to me, this is all stuff that you should know. Do you plan on working, married, or do you though. work late? That's a good question. Uh, how many people yeah. have you slept with? Whether or not you want children? Yeah. Um, is that a big question though? That how many people you slept with? Though? Nobody tells really? the truth. Do you think um, that's a big question, Chev? You think so? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's in the gay world too. Although we don't, you don't we, judge we the lie. same, right? No, we lie. You lie. Well, Someone, you, uh, you lie. Texted and said, "I should have asked who's doing the laundry, dishes, and cooking." Oh, oh. wow! That's see, that's the little things too, right? So again, the question was, oh, "Do you um, like to travel?" The, that's that, Maury. That comes up on this list so much. The question was, uh, "What questions do you wish you asked your significant other before you got married?" The "Do you like to travel?" comes up a lot really? from people. A lot oh, yeah, from guess. people because see, some and I lucked out because we both love traveling. Yeah. See, I don't. Some people Catherine, hate traveling. Yeah, I don't like it. Like, Are you a left side or right side of the bed? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess that's a question too, but no, but a lot of money stuff, like a lot of debt mm. stuff, a lot of, uh, what are you going to do? What can, should we share bank accounts? So I think that that was, one I would of ask, things. I would ask Catherine, do you, um, in the grocery store, stand 15 feet away from the cart and throw groceries into it, breaking all the chips? Oh, that's what I should have asked. You know what I should have asked? <laughs> what? what I, sh- <laughs> I, I should have asked. What time is it? I love you, Jenna. Yeah, I love you, Catherine. Don't get me wrong. Okay. I would have asked if. After you get like an Amazon delivery, right? Yeah. And you take out the contents from that box. Right. Do you then just open the garage door or do you open wherever and just toss the ba- the, the, the box, the box yeah. like that hasn't been flattened? You just toss it yes. aside? Right. Right. Yes. You do that, yeah. Diva? Yeah. No, oh my you got to flatten. Box. You got to no. flatten the box. You got to flatten no. the box. No. Oh, has time for that? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> God. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So the question in this article I was reading was, uh, what questions do you wish you asked your significant other before you got married? And there's a lot of like, do you have debt? How mm. much debt do you have? A lot of money stuff. Um, merging bank accounts, sharing funds, uh, all of that stuff. How do you handle money? Do you have a criminal record? Uh, sure. I guess that would be a question. God, that would suck to How find about, out. Uh, you married a felon. Do you brush your teeth before going to bed? Oh, that's a good question. Because Jenna does. Yeah. And up until meeting her, I never did. Yeah. You didn't? <gasps> no, what? I never brushed really? my teeth before going You're to bed. Going to bed and waking up. Well, yeah, waking up. Oh, no. But then 
afterwards, I started, yeah. and now it's just out of habit before I go to bed every night. Really? I huh? still brush my teeth. No, yeah. I don't brush my teeth before bed. No? Ew. No. What do you mean? Ew. How more more ew. I know. Ew. <laughs> oh, like, on, you got to draw the line somewhere. You got to brush your teeth before you, bed. Listen, as somebody who wears the exact same underwear seven days straight, you have, like, you got nothing, man. Zero <laughs> comments. You got Sorry, nothing. to contribute. Breath is more important than down there. You got no. Uh, uh, excuse me? <laughs> talk to, that, that that is talk to a urologist. I'll tell yeah, you that. Yeah, I was just going to say. Let me get to some text real quick. <laughs> Here's what people are saying on text to the Ronald Zamoga show. Yeah. These are the questions that they would ask. How far behind are you on your taxes? Oh, God. Don't ask me that. Uh, <laughs> um, hose, uh, no, hose. Hose? <laughs> hose? <laughs> How many hose? Good question. <laughs> I guess. No, hopes and expectations for you to follow their cultural beliefs. Is oh, yeah. Something that that's somebody said. Oh, that's a good one. Um, yeah. is, is that your real nose or have you had any work done? Oh. I'm trying to protect my future kids. What does that matter? Oh, <laughs> trying to protect my future kids. Oh, I came wow. Up friends. Uh, here. Uh, are you comfortable telling your mom no when it comes to overstepping boundaries with anything, but especially kids? Wow, that is an aggressive question. <laughs> who makes the bed? Who picks up after the pets? And who cleans the toilet? <laughs> wow. Okay. Time. Okay. Matthew, Matthew. Matthew. Oh. <laughs> Jesus, man. God's sakes, man. Uh, I've been with my boyfriend for two years. Oh, because this came up a lot about how many partners you've had prior to settling right. down or yeah, getting together with a person that you A lot of people want to know that, that right? for some reason. I've been yeah. with my boyfriend for two years, and I'm taking my number to my grave. For yes. all he knows, I've oh. had one other partner. Yeah, yeah. Maury. Oh, my God. That wasn't even me, but I would say Maury. exactly that. Maury. Maury, listen, you come, Maury, you've been buzzed. You've tried so many times to come off like a stud on this show, and as soon as one, qu like, questions are coming your way, you, like... I had lie. one true relationship, but a plethora. A plethora. <laughs> Please. Okay, hold on here. Bro, hold you're on here. such a liar. I don't know why you continue to lie. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why you lie, Maury. Like, so for who? Like, for who? Like, who are you trying to impress? No, but it's like, okay, you know what? Like, if only I never lied, then you'd believe this truth. Okay, so uh, a plethora, Maury, is a large or excessive amount <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. What's the number you told? Okay. What's the number you told Matthew? Two. Two. Because you know why, Maury? You know why? And not that I care, and nor should Matthew care, nor should anybody care. But I'll tell you why, Maury. Why your your uh, uh, your your stories are sketchy? Because you only have one story, mm -hmm. and you just retell that one story all the time. Wait, what was the story? Just isn't so that I the one with the? It's just where you got the we got the ride home. Oh, from oh from my ah! friend. What? From no, no, <laughs> no. The other time you got to ride home. No, yeah. Oh, <laughs> see, plethora. <laughs> okay, that's two. That's Please. two. <laughs> Let me read some more text. These again are uh, the questions that you wish. Yeah, shush. You wish you asked your the person that you settled down with. Yeah. Um, are you still friends with your ex? Reads another another good text. Question. Do you? Oh, okay. That's ready for this question. one. That's a good. That is a good question. And I'm gonna read this the way I feel it was sent. Okay. The tone. Do you plan on working or riding your wife's coattail because I make more money than you? P.S. <gasps> we are divorced now. Bye, hubby. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Jeez. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I have two more to read, okay? Yeah. Will you still be collecting toys and needing a bedroom for it all? Oh, wow. <laughs> These are, by the way, questions that you wish you asked your significant other before you got married. Yeah, that's a 
Was that, that text like from Deepa's husband? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the finally, <laughs> um, I should have asked if you clap when a plane lands. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Okay, get ready for this. Oh, no. I love that people listen to our show and mm-hmm. listen to the podcast and then are going back into the archives and listening to older podcasts and submitting sections of the podcast that they listen to slowed down at half oh, speed because it sounds like we're wasted, right? Yeah, and we yeah, got another yeah. one today. Okay. Uh, this one features Dammit Mori and Deepa. And we know. Oh, no. Uh-oh. And we know that Deepa, hey, Deepa. does not drink. Hi. Which makes this stuff even funnier because this is what I imagine Deepa sounds like when she is wasted. Have you ever been wasted, Deepa? <laughs> No, never. Do you want never. to be? Never. <laughs> no, no. 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 <laughs> I don't. You've never been tempted to get wasted? Just to see what no, it feels I like? No, I just have never, never been curious about mm. alcohol and the side effects. It's I've fun. already, it's I not, think, a little it's, bit. It's, it's, don't, don't listen to Maury. Don't listen to Maury. Like, not even at home. Like, not, not, not in a public setting, but, like, in the, you know, the comforts of your own home. Like, you and your husband at home be like, oh, wonder what would it be like to be drunk? No, not at all. Not it's even like, for it's, it's like a, it's like that movie Dewey Cox. Deepa, you don't want any of this. It makes you feel good and forget your problems, and you laugh a lot with your friends. You don't want to be a part of any of this, Deepa. <laughs> Next thing nope, you know, she's a drunk. Have any <laughs> uh, so shout out to uh, Bren Gilmore, who's a big fan of the Raza Mocha Show, and submitted this when Dammit Mori and Deepa were trying to get through a tongue twister, and throughout oh, the God. conversation, oh, uh, no? you and I kept yelling the word "switch" because it would go from Dammit Mori to Deepa back to Dammit Mori and then Deepa, and it sounds like this: Go the six six she sim she sick the six. She ships. The six 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 sheep sick. The six six shake six sheep sick. The six six switch. The six ships cheeks sick. The six six sheep six switch. The six 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 the six 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 the six 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 the six 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 switch the six 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 switch the six 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 and you and I are in the background like a bunch of drunk idiots oh, just I yelling out it. switch. I love it. I love it. That so, was, uh, I remember Mori almost passed away that day. He was wheezing. He was wheezing so hard. He was wheezing so hard. Uh, so big up to uh, Brent Gilmore who sent that to us. If you find a moment in our uh, podcast that you listen to it at half speed and it sounds like we're like this, like wasted, feel free to uh, DM it to us. <laughs> like this. Like Are you this. okay? No, he's not. Well, you, you heard that? <laughs> yes. Sorry. Yes. Uh, send it in to us and don't forget to include your name so we can give you a shout out. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Everybody freaking out yesterday when it was announced that uh, Ontario was going to be the first province to mandate policies on disconnecting from Woo! work. <laughs> Maury. Oh, please. <laughs> Damn, Maury. Sorry. You are the most invasive employee this company has. 
I'm just matching all you guys. No. What are you talking no. about? Like when, no. Like when, you know, the boss is writing or no. other people are writing. If no. I could tap out, I'd no. tap out. No. 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 And no don't even confuse even, it with me just sending you nonsense. You do? No, no. But here's the difference, though, is that if I just want to communicate in like, uh, like with, uh, you know, a group chat or anything like this, right? Or even if I like something on social, what will happen is Maury monitors my activity. And as it's soon so as if weird. I send something funny, I immediately get a follow-up of something that he needs me to do from work. Right. And he doesn't, he doesn't reply to the funny thing I send. He just sends me work to do. Mm-hmm. Right? Because well, I have work to do for yeah, you. I know, but that's not disconnecting, though. So does this mean... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So does no, this no, mean, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excuse you. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you are the and when and when we go on vacation, oh right? Maury yeah. is the biggest liar in the world. Huge liar. Where Maury is like, guys, I'm just gonna, and he goes public with it too. Maury's one of these people that's like, oh, I need to take a break from from social media, and he goes public. So instead of just not doing anything, he goes public with it and, and announces that he's going to be taking a break from social. And then if anybody tries to get a hold of him, Maury's thing is always like, sorry, my phone was in the nightstand. Yeah. As if you are so addicted to your phone, Maury. I try very hard to so, leave it. No, you are so addicted to your phone. Yeah. When when I send how did out, this become about me? When I send out a work email, right, like in the late morning, early afternoon, Maury gets it like ASAP because yes. he will like maybe I miss something in the email or there's like one detail that I need to add uh, to the email. He'll re- like send me a text, be like, "Hey, you forgot this, this, or this." Right. right? Like Which almost is fine. immediately. Right. So as of June 2nd... I, I, I'm seeing no problem here. Anything else? <laughs> so uh, uh, employers in Ontario with 25 or more employees must have a written policy that respects uh, to disconnecting outside business hours. So no more group chat. So disconnecting uh, from work means not engaging in work-related communications, including emails, telephone calls, video calls, or sending or reviewing or other messages. Yes. uh, As it is about... uh, Free from the performance of work. So How many times uh, on Thursday did you pass me with phone calls and texts, Dan Mori? Sorry, what was that? Remember? You sent a, 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 a note in the group chat about mm-hmm. something and then like immediately started calling me. Oh, yeah. Right? Yes. You called me like three, four times in a because row. Because pe- I had to report to people. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. all I know is that all moving I'm hearing forward, here is good job, Maury. Good job, Maury. Moving good job, forward. Maury. As soon as the show's done, no. you're going to not hear a yeah. single word from me. Nothing. Nothing. That's not, by the way, not nothing. till 2023. Deepa, I will still reply to you, though. Don't oh, you worry. Of course, okay, yeah. In a yeah, time in your face, Maury. Don't you worry. <laughs> now, now, can I tell you something? So, what I get from Maury is Maury yeah. calls my phone, okay? And then I hit ignore. Calls my phone, I hit ignore. Yeah. Calls my phone, I hit ignore. He writes me and says, trying to call you, something's wrong with your phone. Okay? <laughs> okay? No joke. No joke. And, yeah. then I, and then I don't lie. I'm, I literally tell him, I'm like, I'm doing a television show right now. Sure. Right? And, uh, and I, go, I go, what do you want? And he goes, dot, 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 dot. Like I see the bubbles. Yeah. Bubbles, bubbles, bubbles. No more bubbles. And then my phone rings again. Oh. Right? And then I hit ignore. I hit ignore. And I go, what do you need? I'm like, just write it. And he goes, too long to write. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Too long long to write. So then eventually he calls. I pick up the phone. Literally, it was a one-sentence question that was a yes or no answer required. Um, no word I, of a lie. No word of a lie. Can I add to this? Can I add to oh. this? Is this going to hurt no, your feelings, is, No, Maury? this is fine because okay, I'm sending fine? this whole MP3 to my new shrink. So go okay. Ahead. okay, good. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Sham, you're next. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'll just sit back. <laughs> okay. you do you. Go okay. ahead. Okay, go ahead. Go, go ahead, Deepa. Okay, go ahead. 
uh, this is like on a weekend or something. And I think Maury was trying to get a hold of me. And I was literally at my parents' house. Yeah. Wasn't checking my phone. I saw like a couple missed calls and a text from Maury. And he was like, are you screening calls? Did you did you ask if she was screening calls more? Don't recall. Don't. Just... <laughs> okay, Sham, you're next. I oh, remember. Okay. I remember when we first started. I remember when we first started working with Maury, right? Years ago. When did you start, Maury? How long have you been on the show? Uh, twelve years. Uh, almost twelve years. Okay, almost twelve. When's your anniversary? May something. Okay, so it just just passed. Oh yeah, look at that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. I remember when Maury started on the show. So literally, like we hired Maury, and Maury had been on the show. Hadn't he, I? Don't even think you had been in the studio yet. I think that like you were hired, and then there was a full day, right? Like we did the show that morning. Maury got hired. There was a full day, and then he was expected to come into work the next day. That day he was hired. We hired him, and that night at ten o'clock, I got a call from him. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and I was like, oh no. And then Catherine was like, no, it's just don't worry. He's just eager. It's his first day. Okay. Like he's, he's only, he's only doing this, uh, because he just wants to make a good impression. He's probably a little bit nervous about tomorrow. He just wants to slay tomorrow, everything else. For sure. That's why he's calling you at 10 o'clock. Maury has never stopped calling me at 10 o'clock that night. <laughs> <laughs> and nor will I. And nor will I. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, so, oh my God, I'm sitting here crying watching America's Got Talent from last night. What happened? Um, so there's this young girl named Madison uh, Taylor Bayaz, and it, they they sort of set it up like she has sang things before. She's done anthems at like L.A. games and uh, Dodger games, uh, this kind of thing. Oh, so, um, so what they what they did was they put her in the audience because I guess during commercial breaks for the mm -hmm. show, uh, the sort of host of the show, like one of like the guy who entertains people in the commercial break, they always go out into the audience with a microphone and ask if anybody can sing. And oftentimes it's just like oh, a big yeah. disaster, right? Sure. So what they did was they took this 11 year old Madison, who is an incredible singer. And then they planted her in the audience. Mm. Um, and then the guy went up to her to be like, Hey, does anybody want to sing? And then she belted this out and then the judges were all like, who the hell is this? So here's how that all played out. Without the judges knowing, we asked Maddie to sit in the audience. Let's see if they notice her. Hey, we're coming back from Mike in one minute. One minute. I need to get We got a hot minute. So I'm going to try to find some singers in the audience. You, come here, stand up. How you doing? You ready for me? Here we go. You better sing, honey. Oh, man. Damn. Yo, this girl's only 11. Yeah, yeah, bro. 11. You feeling this, Shem? Yo. Okay. Wait a minute. So, okay. So she was planted, right? Did the judge... The judges had no idea I, that I she was a plant? I don't know. I mean, if like they, they did, they really played it off like they didn't. Okay. Um, so Simon comes out, and he's like, what the hell is going on? And then he brings her up to the to the desk and is like, why don't you just go and get on stage? And so this is this is what happened. We do ask people 
in the breaks if they'd like to sing a song. And I was literally just coming back in and I heard this voice thinking, who the hell is that? Yeah. <laughs> we all were. And then I see this little thing in the audience <laughs> and it's you. <laughs> How old are you? 11 years old. Why not have you audition? Yes! Yes! 11. 11. Wow. She starts crying, right? Madison, of course. I mean, you don't need a track or anything. Why don't you just do what you just did? Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. I'm getting goosebumps right now. Yeah. So uh, obviously they they let her finish, and everybody at this point is just going crazy. Standing and, ovation, yeah. And now right. she's in the competition. Okay. So it comes down to the vote, but it's what happened and what she said before the vote that I'm just like, oh my god. I'm not kidding. In all the years we've ever done this, this has never actually happened before. <laughs> I mean, I normally leave during the break because people do sing. So, <laughs> so this is actually the opposite. It actually brought me back into the room. This is what you wanted. This is your dream, yeah. to be on the stage, not just to watch. Thank you. Yes. What would you do with a million dollars? I would help my dad with uh, cancer research. Oh, stop. Um, oh. He had stage work on cancer for the past oh. nine years. So Yo, I stop. would open with that. Yeah. All right. And then they vote, and Howie gives her his golden buzzer. Of course. Yeah. So. 11 years yeah, old. What's bro. her name? Uh, her name is uh, Maddie Madison uh, Taylor Baez. B-A-E-Z. Oh, my God. Uh, so good, huh? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, it's looking like Nick Cannon ain't done having kids. Oh, stop. So how many does he Wait, have right now? Eight. No, no, seven. Seven. Yes, seven. Right. And then, but didn't he say he was going to get like a vasectomy no, or something? No, well, he said that he had a consultation to get a vasectomy. Oh. Uh, and then I know that he also said that he was celibate when his, uh, when his, uh, his, his, when the, the child died, he, I believe, said that he was celibate for a while. So yeah. I don't know what happened with between being celibate and then having a consultation for the vasectomy. But here's Nick Cannon on uh, on his uh, on the show Lip Service. Listen to this. It says you have three babies on the way. Is three. that true or false? <gasps> well, when you say on the way, what count you at? I'm like, let's just put it on this the way. way. They're on not the here way. yet. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> they so the, the stork is on the way. Ooh, this, the it has the package? Yes. If you thought the numbers I uh, put up in 2021 was... <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait till, till you we see get it. <laughs> so I got depressed like with the loss of my son and stuff. So in December, Dude, I man. broke the celibacy. But I was probably celibate for probably like a month and a half. No. A month and a half? <laughs> <laughs> Six weeks, dog? Come on. Come on. Who hasn't so been is it true? It's three. Three. He has three I guess on the way? Yeah he, yeah, he didn't deny when she said three babies on the way. Oh, Nick Cannon. Like... At this point, you have to, like, is, do you think he's seeking out to have more kids? Or do you think that he's just out there rolling and then pregnancy happens? Like, no, or, I think he's out there putting together a squad. You th- yeah, it has I th- to be, I right? think at this point now, he's like, 
it's like it's delivered. It's not like they're a, yeah, not it's accidents, not a right? It's not a surprise. No, right. no, yeah. no. God, How long till he gets of, like a reality show with him and all the kids? Bro, he's gonna need it for all the for. I mean, he's gonna have to make money. I mean, I guess Nick Cannon does make money, right? He's got a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. His company's called Jesus. Incredible. Jesus, what even man. Still? I don't know. That's a lot of kids. That's too many. And at some and at some point, right? At some point, you have to start. Uh, and I know you can make whatever decision you want to make, but at some point, you have to start talking about how irresponsible it is to have that many children with that many people, mm-hmm. because you can't be you, for for a lot of those kids. You are going to be a bank. And you are going to be somebody that they see very rarely. Because I was going to say time management, yeah, right? Yeah. In in a case like this, no. how it's irresponsible. It's how irresponsible. Do you Almost cruel. Your day, right? Yeah. Days. Yeah. With the amount of jobs that somebody like Nick Cannon has, right. the amount of responsibility he has in his professional life, right? And then to dedicate time to family as well. And I worry too that uh, that, Doesn't balance that, up. that that this isn't for Nick Cannon. That the, the reason the reason I worry for for the kids in a situation like this is because it's it's starting to seem less and less like this is him just with this deep desire to be a dad and and falling in love and wanting to raise these kids as I think that he's one of these guys that just sees this as a status thing for him mm. you know where he just looks like he has like this this empire like he's this sort of king of this you know family and all of this offspring I don't know it seems weird to me man but you know that's what now going to be like seven eight nine ten kids yeah with how many different like they're gonna be scattered all over the place no no dude it's can they all lot. live under one roof? Is that even well? Like, then you gotta have that? all the then you gotta have all the mums live under one roof. With oh, all the, I'd rather have ten kids than ten mums. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Also, Mariah, do yeah. you think she's gonna go along oh, with this? Right. They would. They would just all move into Mariah's condo. Oh. It's three floors, right? She they, would they, hate, they, she would hate it. <laughs> please, that is a huge closet. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Do you uh, see that Nick Cannon commercial? That he did with Ryan Reynolds. So Ryan Reynolds is, so he owns a bunch of stuff, Ryan Reynolds. And one of the things he owns is a gin company, Aviation Gin. The other thing he runs is a marketing company that does viral commercials. And he was the one that did the Peloton ad, uh, the other Peloton ad with Big, after Big died in Sex in the City, and then they scrapped that one. And they're really, really good, and they do things really fast. Like when something happens in the world or something goes viral, Ryan Reynolds and his company, they get that person and they shoot a commercial literally within the 24-hour window of something going viral. Like that's what makes his marketing company amazing Mm -hmm. is they're able to do this stuff. They're so in the moment. Everything is so fast. And because Nick Cannon yesterday was talking about uh, all the kids that he has, but then said that he had three more on the way. So I think that this is now going to bring Nick Cannon's total up to 10. Um, Ryan Reynolds was like, hey, do a commercial for me for Aviation Gin um, leading into Father's Day. But the timing couldn't have worked out. It's so perfect. And I know it's difficult to hear because it's very visual. Like there's one point in this where Nick Cannon is like, you know, add a couple ounces of gin and he pours like the whole bottle in the cup. (laughs) But it's basically about him being like frazzed for having so many babies. It's almost Father's Day. And the one and only Ryan Reynolds asked me to help us all celebrate with the mother of all cocktails, the vasectomy. Lord knows I need one. Let me show you how to make it. First, fill a tall glass with ice. The way children fill our lives with so much joy. Next, pour in one ounce of cranberry juice. Sweet, 
just like their little smiles. <laughs> then pour three ounces of tonic. So bubbly. Just so bubbly. Just like I feel every day I wake up after a long, full night's sleep. <laughs> Now, add a dash of lemon juice. Fresh if you have a few minutes to squeeze one or store-bought it. The little ones have you running around in bed today. Little mother. Finally, add one and a half ounces of Aviation American Gin. The world's highest rated gin for the world's highest rated job. Dad. Stir. And then we're going to garnish with a little slice of sunshine. And that looks like a delicious vasectomy. Take it from here, Nick. I have three kids. I have eight. <laughs> Come on, bring it in. Just hold each other. No wonder you have eight kids. You smell amazing. <laughs> <laughs> They're think, so good at it, man. Do you They're think so uh, Nick Cannon and Ryan Reynolds write the script for this, or he just has like great writers that then he has great writers throw can, all this stuff at 100%. Nick Cannon, and then Nick Cannon obviously just makes it his own. 100%, right? Yeah, yeah. And Nick Cannon's a pro. Like, like you can give Nick Cannon a script. Like Nick Cannon does script all the time. He's a, he's a like he's a host, right? Yeah, yeah. So he can he can do script. But yeah, Ryan's writers pull this off, and his team is always, I guess, on call, and they have a studio space with like everything set up. They have a bedroom thing set up. They got a kitchen thing set up. They have a whatever set up. Like it's just yeah. all there in whatever place he's renting, and they can just walk in and shoot these commercials yeah. instantly, like instantly. Yeah. Shoot it, edit it. Yeah. throw it up on social yeah yeah right away like because Nick, the timing this, of this is just like it couldn't all the things could not have lined up any more perfect yeah no and and i mean this could have all i mean realistically they could have shot this before nick cannon yesterday said that he had three more kids on the way because it still makes sense totally to do it with nick cannon who has like eight kids yeah and remember because they talked about that he had a vasectomy consultation right, right? so he didn't actually get even, a vasectomy they could have shot this months ago yeah it could have been yeah. in and around that time yeah, too yeah, right but, uh, but no my god it's so funny though yeah that's yeah. too many kids oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Not according to Nick Cannon, who gets a full night's sleep, though. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. How we doing? Good. I burnt my tongue. On what, Maury? On this? pasta. <laughs> like last night or now? No, last night. Oh, like I'm, I'm, okay. I'm home all alone because Matthew's working till like 10 p.m. this oh week. Oh my god! What? So it's Freedom like, Fest. Yeah, Freedom Fest 2022. No wonder your arms look swole today. <laughs> <laughs> Just the right. <laughs> Stop See, I it! Gonna, I wasn't going to say that. Stop it. So uh, I was thinking from the eating, you jerks. <laughs> Lift the heavy food. Yeah, same. Stop it. The heavy uh, fork. Okay, so you made uh, pasta. Why did it burn you? Because I had to test it to see if it was al dente as mm -hmm. per the instructions. Oh, you pulled a hot noodle out of the thing yeah, and, and put, put it in your mouth. I put the hot noodle in my mouth yeah. and like the water was still boiling. What kind of noodle? It was one that kind of looks like a folded flour. <laughs> Does that make sense to you? No. Um, no, Roz will get it. Roz, you'll get it. Oh, it kind of looks, yeah. it's thin on both sides and fat in the middle. <laughs> oh, the bow tie ones. No, it's not bow tie. It's sort of like, oh. it's cut. What's bow tie called? For fale, right? Yeah. Is that what it's called? It's a cup. It's not flat like bow tie, like Mocha's saying. This is more like, kind of like a like a folded, like a demigorgon with its mouth closed. Oh, it looks it looks like a clamshell. Yes. Yeah. What are the, those I'm, called? Aren't they just called shells? Shells. I think they're just called shells. Oh. Yeah. Pasta shells. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like a fancy shape. So, yeah, it was, and they get filled with hot water, right? Yeah, and then it sort of bursts in your mouth, and mm. ow. Okay, so... <laughs> so then what did you do? 
I ran around the room for a bit looking for like cold a cartoon. Water. <laughs> Look, you ran. Ar- you're in the kitchen, and you just said you ran around the room looking for cold water. Like, do you think it was gonna, you were going to find it behind the couch? Like, where do you normally keep the cold water in the kitchen? Under the dining room table. <laughs> the tap. <laughs> I had like a a glass going with ice in it, and I couldn't find it. I'm like, ah. Um, I gotcha. So when you're cooking pasta, Maureen. Take one out, because I burned my mouth too many times on a hot noodle. <laughs> um, take one out, stick it on the counter or a plate or a cutting board, right? And take a fork and cut it in half. And then when you look at, when you open it up and look at the parts that you just cut, if there's still a lot of white around it, then it's not done yet. Interesting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When there's when there's only a little bit of white when you cut it in half, uh-huh. then it's the, but the consistent. But you, you have that small window to, to fit Yes, it so this is what I'm saying. So when you cut it, if you cut it and there's no white in the part that you cut, then don't put it in any more water or anything hot because it's going to go mushy on you. So what you want to do is you want to cut it, and then if there's a little tiny bit of white... Um, then it should be El Dante. El Dante? How do you say that? I always get in trouble for saying it El wrong. Dante. I, th- I always thought it was El Dante. Like uh, E-L, like El Yeah, El, El Dante, Dante right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, and then and then once it's cut, it's probably cooled down enough, and then you just fire it in your mouth and do the mouth test. Yeah, which, right? yeah, I did the mouth test so, so early. So you burnt, which part, the, of your, which part of your mouth did you burn? The tip of my tongue, and it's going to, now it ruined taste for like a week. Oh, that's brutal. I hate mouth burns, man. The worst I find are the ones when you burn the roof of your mouth. Yeah. A little bit of the skin's hanging. Yeah. Boom. I get that from eating toast sometimes. Yeah. Yes. Where I like, cut, yeah, where I cut the top of my mouth. Because yeah. I take too, my bites are too big. I realized this last night. I'm in a big sandwich last night. Yeah. My bites are too big. And I don't yeah, know why. Could, it's my finish, sandwich. You could finish the sandwich. Yeah. Within like a couple of bites. Yeah. And the I, type of bites you take. Yeah. But because I make, I make it so thick and then I have to open my mouth like super wide. Mm. And when I open my mouth super wide, like my jaw clicks, right? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if I, and if I eat like a hard sort of like bread, like a, like a focaccia or something like that, like a baguette, my jaw starts clicking. My bites are too Ooh. big. And Matthew then. Matthew has a clicking mouth. Yeah. Does he? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that's from. I, for me, I only get it when I bite big things. I don't get it. Like if I'm just eating like something regular size, I uh-huh. don't get it. But as soon as I like open my mouth huge and just, you're just like you're not used to it, I'm not used so to that it. movement. I guess. No, yeah, Matthew but gets my, it for my any jaw size. Clicks. Like it just clicks for everything. He puts really? In his oh, mouth. that would drive me nuts. Yeah. Can you hear it when he eats? Yes. No. Is it li- yeah, it's that loud, huh? Yeah. It, really? Only on the first time he opens his mouth. No, the or whole like, time. The whole time. Yeah, it's like click, 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 click. Everything. Really? Like he's a robot. <laughs> you should have that looked at. Has <laughs> yeah, he not seen anyone for it? So no. does that mean because you burnt your tongue, you got you? I guess obviously you couldn't kiss last night, huh? Well, he got. I, I was already sleeping when he got home. <laughs> Make it sound like it was an yeah, option. Convenient. How convenient. <laughs> Matthew will never even know you burnt your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Anybody check in on Bieber to see if he's doing good? I don't know. Has he tweeted anything? Do we know if he's all right? Like you got those in, two Toronto shows that that he, got canceled, and then. Um, his DC, DC shows yeah. got canceled as well. He was reposting fan pictures all day yesterday. Of what? Sad fans? No, no, just fans if they bought anything at his pop-up shop or anything. He just went on like a, a reshare blitz. But nothing, no new stories? No. No? No, like even, I mean, I guess he did put that one post up where he, he the day that he was supposed to perform and he yeah, announced yeah. it. He oh, he wished Kanye West a happy birthday too. When was Kanye's birthday? Yesterday? yesterday. How old's Kanye? 45. 
You're older than Kanye. God damn it. What? Nothing. You don't like the fact that you're older no, than Kanye West? No, I don't. I don't. Oh. I really don't. You're older than a lot of people. Stop it. Hey, stop you it, Maury. Didn't Kanye... Jesus. I saw a news... Even though it was his birthday yesterday... Feelings, man. I saw a news story that um, he... Kanye and his uh, Kim lookalike girlfriend broke up. They did. Chauncey Jones? Is, that, is it Chauncey or Chauncey Jones? It's always weird when that happens. Channing Tatum did that too because he was with uh, Jenna Duan. And then he went from Jenna Dewan straight to who was it? Jesse J, who looks just like Jenna Dewan. Yeah. Did your exes right? look like like does Catherine look like your exes? Um, say no, man. This is a trap. Say no. It's not a trap. It was just a part of the conversation. No, no, no. But I okay. So no, like none of my sort of previous five sort of exes. But mm-hmm. have I dated somebody who is five foot two, like blonde hair, blue eyes before? Killer body, by the way, Catherine. Uh, yes, Gee. yes, I have. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Uh, yes, I have. Um, and I don't know why. I just always have, you know, maybe it's because I'm just so so tall. But mm-hmm. I always feel like I've never dated like a tall woman. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's tall women out there. There are. And I'm sure they would love a Is guy it like, you like me. To look down on people. No, more. That's the only reason why you're still employed. I only look like to look down on one person. <laughs> Um, but I've never dated a tall woman, right? Uh-huh. And I, I've been in situations where like we're Catherine and I'll be like walking somewhere like through a mall or whatever. And, you know, I'll be holding Catherine's hand and I'll pass a woman who's like, not just like tall, but like tall. Mm-hmm. Right. And they'll see me with Catherine and they'll, they'll give me a look of disgust. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I get a look. I do. I get a look. Like it could be us, but you're like, it's a and protocol? it's not even based on anything. It's just uh-huh. simply based on height. Right. right? She feels you should be with a tall. There's woman. another six, four with a five, one <laughs> life ain't fair. Yeah. I'm in flats over here. I'm right? trying. I'm trying. I'm doing my best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. The Roz and Mocha show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Anthony. It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how's it going? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Why are you reaching out to us? Um, I need help. I work for a company that expects way too much from me. Euro mm, says, Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. Uh, I'm an office staff with factory floor knowledge. Being an understaffed company, I'm expected to pick up the slack when other employees take days off i feel like helping has put me into an expectation bracket where i'm immediately summoned outside of my position uh all in all i'm still expected to do my job how do i set the boundary without putting a target on my back you sh- what job so what do you do and what are you being asked to do so i, I work as a as a dispatch but um they're very understaffed with the stuff that goes out on the floor or not so they expect me to kind of go out Jump on a forklift, load trucks, unload trucks. So is that stuff that you're doing, the additional stuff, is that taking away from what you should be doing? Like is your a million percent. Yeah. So the other part oh, yeah. of your, your job is is suffering because of the additional work that they're asking you to do? Oh yeah. And so when you bring this up, what do they say? Oh, we're we're looking to hire some more people. We're gonna get some more people in. It's just because we're understaffed and you know, you're but, supposed to be helping out with the family. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but but what are you but what are you expected to then do? Like are you expected to um, you know, do all that extra work and then stay later in the day to finish what you were doing? Like, what's the expectation? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I am I work until, like, 5.30, but 
as I said, like when the people aren't out there on the floor, I'm the one on the floor. I'm not in the office. So there's a whole bunch of emails being missed. Uh, there's a whole bunch of things not being set up and paper just kind of gets stacked up. Right. So it's, it's just a whole bunch of op- it's, it's a whole position that's not being fulfilled okay. when I'm outside. Every, everybody has that same problem right mm. now. But what I'm saying is that what is the what is the expectation meaning? Do they know that if on the days when you have to go and work the floor, that all the stuff that's stacking up in your office still has to be done, but it can't be done in the sort of time frame that you're expected to be at work? So is it expected that you're then just going to stay later in the day until it is done? Yes. And at at any compensation or no? Oh, well, yeah, you get paid for the overtime afterwards, but you do get ridiculed if it's too much. Well, yeah, but, I mean, you still get paid, though. They can ridicule yeah, you, you all you want. You still get paid, yeah. Okay, well, Wait, what I do mean, you mean you get ridiculed? Like, your bosses are, are... They don't like paying overtime. Oh, yeah, why are you staying so late? Uh, if, you were, if you were staying in there actually doing your job, or if you were doing correct, correctly doing it once, sure. you wouldn't have to... Yeah. yeah. And so you, and, are but, other people um, who are working with you, Anthony, are they all being asked as well, like, with you uh, to, to take so on extra the, tasks? Yeah, so that's the thing. There is, but then I see people rejecting it left, right, and center. Like, no, that's not my job. This is my job. And they kind of get let go from that just, oh, well, they can't do it or, or they're not able to do it. And they kind of get pushed to the side as right. like they don't, you know, it, it doesn't really matter. So it kind of, it gets, it gets you extremely pissed off, right? Because you're like, mm. there's a ter- I, I kind of voice the same opinion. <laughs> there is a terrible part of work that I feel is very under discussed. And that is being good at your job is often a detriment. Yes. Um, because when you are good at your job, it's easier for a boss to have you do the work of for somebody else who is not that good at their job instead of confronting that employee. Yes. And then it seems, though, uh, when you're in that situation, that it's actually the person who's not that great that winds up getting the most benefit from everything because they don't have to do much. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and that happens everywhere. Every single place that has employees, there are people there who are great at most things, and instead of being rewarded for being great at most things, they do the most because of the people who can't. Mm-hmm. And it is a te- that's a terrible feeling. I had that for years at a job, and it drove me crazy. Like, it drove me crazy. Where it was to the point of where they kept taking stuff away from this one guy I worked with mm-hmm. to where he really didn't even have anything to do in a day. And everything that they took away from him, they gave it to me because I was great at it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. I will say, uh, just keep filing that overtime, man, and yeah. log and log and log your hours. And if they get pissy about it, explain to them, right? Like log everything. Like you have to keep detailed records, okay? Yeah. And, and the only way that this works is if you keep detailed records. So every time they ask you to go on the floor, log that. Log the hours. Like make sure if somebody questions you or they make you want to eat crap for filing for overtime, just send them your logged hours, okay? Yeah. Uh, the the other thing that I would say is that. When everybody has to, most people have to backfill for somebody when they go on vacation. That's just the way companies are. But I would go to your company and instead of backfilling for a role that is sort of beneath your role now, ask to be trained to backfill for a role that's above you. That's actually a really good point. 
and just say you're happy to backfill, right? But this floor stuff, it's like driving me crazy. It takes me out of the office. I'm completely happy to backfill, but why don't you train me up so I can backfill for this person who is sort of above you in the chain? Uh, and then that way you'd be happy to, to to sort of, you know, pick up their slack when they're gone. Yeah, no, that's a good point. You move up in the company as well. And it, mo- and it moves you up in the company as well. Makes you more valuable. Yeah, of course. No, that's a good point. Yeah, does that help, Anthony? No, it does. It does. All right, buddy. Get back to work. You sound like you're being lazy right now. <laughs> I'm at work. <laughs> Get back to work. I can hear those papers stacking up, bro. <laughs> why Why is the engine on that forklift off? <laughs> those envelopes aren't going to lick themselves. <laughs> awesome. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Right on. All man. right, man. You take care, brother. All right, bye-bye. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Oh, yeah. What up, ladies? It's going. How are we feeling today? Oh, good. Never better. Never better, Maury. Come on now. Never Night better. Two of Never my better. Been coming home after 10 p.m. Oh, hey, hold on now. You're right? Come yes. on. Okay. Why? Where so are my ladies at? Night two. Night two. So you get home at what time in the day? I get home around like 11 o'clock. And so you had from 11 a.m. until 10 p.m. with no husband at home? No had, supervision? I no. Know. I had a, a, my no first rules? ever. No, I had my first ever meatball sub. <laughs> I had mac oh, and cheese. <laughs> In one sitting? Yeah, it was glorious. Okay, and what else did you eat yesterday that I your had, husband doesn't know about? Oh, I had a popsicle. I had ice cream. Yeah. I had an arrow bar. Hold on here. You I had a, a bag of chips. You are like the kid in Home Alone. Yeah, big time. <laughs> you're, Kev- you're Kevin. Yes, thank you. You're Kevin. Damn it, Kevin. <laughs> so you're you're Home Alone, and you had um, an arrow bar, a popsicle, ice cream, and a meatball sub. Yeah. And, oh, and mac and cheese. And mac and cheese. Meatball subs are good. You never dude. had a meatball sub before? Never. This is my first one. It was what? obviously the sub bread, meatballs in it, and then they put cold cuts on top. What? Yeah, Excuse they put, like, me? Where'd they, you get this from? Firehouse subs. Okay. And they, they're like, there's like meat on top, like salami or something on top over it. It was amazing. Oh, sounds, all right. And they put like, where's the sauce? In between. In between the balls and the meat. <laughs> <laughs> and then I assume you passed out after. Oh, the best sleep ever. Wow. I can't wow. believe how that question worked out. And then and then and then what? And then you I mean you were all day on TikTok just scrolling. Yeah, because I sent you guys a bunch of videos. <laughs> when uh, I would be so sweaty. Were you sweating after eating all that? No, no, because I'm used to eating lots. God, man, I would be so... With your husband not knowing. I'd be so sweaty. So, so how did you get rid of all the evidence before my uh-huh. husband came home? I'm two steps away from the garbage chute. So just everything just goes straight down the chute, huh? Everything's gone. Really? Huh. Yeah. And then you Febreze. So and- then did you, like, did you know that Matthew was getting home late or did he text you at some point in the day and say, hey, I'm No, I knew it was going to be, be around late. like 8 or 10. So like around like 8 o'clock, I'm like, hey. So, so around 8 or 10? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you texted him? Yeah. And I'm like, hey, how are things, you know, like uh, you staying late? Now, when he comes home, does he quiz you, like, about what your day was, or he just doesn't care? No, he care? tells me all about his day. He does, but he never asks you about your day. No. No. So, so wow. you, so, but you would prefer so, it that way. Yeah, because then that would mean anything. that, that would, because then that would mean you'd have to, like, make up lies, right? Yeah, and there's just so much you can lie about in a day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so he doesn't, he never comes in and is like, you see, so you guys don't sort of you sit down and download each other, right? Like, you know, he doesn't tell you oh, about his day. he does not care day. about my day. He, he doesn't, I, huh? No, he, but he tells me all about his day. Do you not volunteer? Like if something really great happens in your day, do you have I to? I did. I was, I was bouncing a question cause I was going to be I'm interviewing somebody and I was going yeah. through all the questions I prepared and then halfway through, I'm like, hello. And he's like, sorry, I zoned out. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, Wow. <laughs> so healthy and this <laughs> great such a healthy re- i mean Does healthy he- in all aspects healthy eating for yeah. you all day and what a healthy relationship <laughs> yeah. it's consistent i know i've i don't know if i've ever heard a relationship where one half of the relationship like the the most you can hope for is tolerance of the other person like i think that that's all matthew does is that he just lives his life tolerating living with you yeah, but it's worked <laughs> Does it though? <laughs> hey, listen, Maury's done some awful things, and they're still together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I don't, you know, I don't want to, you know, dig too deep here. But I'm just like, you're not an easy guy to live with. No, you're not an easy no. guy to live with. Well, no, I think I am. You think you're easy? What makes you think you're easy? Because like I'm just there. Uh huh. You know, like I don't cause problems. I mean, minus the lying. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like you're furniture for him right yeah like something else to like sit a, on if this was a dorm i'd be a great roommate right, right? <laughs> but you are you're like you're like just something in the house that's just always there yeah right um <laughs> i'm pretty you're what i'm pretty you're pretty oh, jesus man uh, so anyway, so uh, I don't even know what we were talking about. Oh, uh, how great how great we are. Right. No, because you've never been better. That's where we started this. You've yeah, never been better. Subs. Yeah. So meatball today, subs. do you know the schedule for today? Oh, today's even better. He has an after party. <laughs> oh, God's sake. So you're not going to see him till tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Meatball man. subs on the way. Oh. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yes, yes, yes. <sighs> Need a second. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? I've been waiting and I am ready. Let's do the news! The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Hey, Maury, talk me through this thing. What happened on Stranger Things? Maury is obsessed with this story. Every day he writes me and says, do the Stranger Things story, do the Stranger Things story. What is this Stranger Things okay. story? And Deepa, you're a Stranger Things fan. You must have seen this too. Yes. So- I finally finished watching the entire Part one, season four. Too long. No, I'm kidding. Like I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, I thought it was, it was great. Fantastic. It was amazing. Okay, so what? They what happened? Who forgot Will's birthday? What do you mean? Who forgot Will's birthday? The creators of the show. So back in like an earlier season, yeah. Um, they they you know they sit him down. They're like, you know what? Today is today's your birthday. Okay. And it was what March twenty second or something like that. Okay. And then the new season, they're at the roller rink, and they're filming on like a VHS camera where the date is on. When you're filming, mm-hmm. and it said March 22nd, and no one celebrated his birthday, the poor guy. Oh. And this is but when I he was like the was, third wheel anyway. That was part of it, no? Wasn't that to show that, like, no one mentioned his birthday? And- no, because the, the producers of the show said that just like everybody in the show, they also forgot. You see what happens? You go to the upside down, I know. you come back, and it's like you might well, as well have just stayed in the upside I down. I know, I know. You're, you're tall, <laughs> you, you still dog? got that haircut, oh. right? It's, it's not good. People forgetting about your birthday. <laughs> Mike doesn't love you back. Yeah, like, there's all sorts time. of stuff, right? Time, I know. As if, you, as if you needed another reason yeah, to feel bad for Will. <laughs> <laughs> 
The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. It is a big day. The Roz and Mocha Show. Breaking news. Britney Spears is getting married today. No, she is not. Yes, she is. What? Yeah, Brit is set to walk down the aisle and marry her fiancé, Sam Asghari, in a uh, very intimate ceremony, according to uh, TMZ and many other sources. The wedding is happening today in front of a very exclusive and small guest list of about 100 people. Oh, nice. uh, Brit was in the, I think she posted this last night, it was she and Sam were in the back of like a Rolls Royce drinking champagne for some weird, Brit looks happy as hell, yeah, but yeah. for some reason she's documenting their afternoon uh, using Wait. using an English accent. Oh, do we know where they are in the world? No, uh, is there they're, they're in L.A. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. in L.A. So here's Britt in the uh, in the back of the uh, Rolls. All right, so this is my second time to ever be in a Rolls Royce. I'm really excited. There's stores on the ceiling, and there's also very, very tiny champagne glasses, which I've never had that are very cold already, with champagne. And I feel very um, sophisticated with all the jewels on my, um, my nails. See, I'm really excited about that, and I am stupid, sorry. But toodaloo, my friends. Uh, apparently, Britt's brother Brian will be present at the wedding. However, oh. Britney's parents, Jamie and Lynn Spears, and her sister, Jamie Lynn Spears, uh, will not be there. Did they name the daughter after both parents? Yeah. How did I never know that before? I, mean, I don't know. Said it out loud. I've never said it out loud like that before. Like all the names. Like I know all yeah, their maybe names. Maybe you haven't said all three of their names like in the same sentence. So there's Jamie Spears, Lynn Spears, and yeah. then Jamie Lynn Spears. Correct. <laughs> Makes it easy. What would uh? What was your mom's name, or my mom? Yeah, Wendy. Wendy, Frank. Wendy. Now, see, you couldn't. You can do it with Jamie Lynn mm-hmm. because you have to have like a what's what are, what's what's your parents' names, Mocha? Uh, Vernon and Zarina. So you could do Zarina Vern. You could name a you could name a girl Zarina Vern. Absolutely, that's a hot name. Yeah, you could name a girl Zarina Vern. Yeah, but if you do it, don't tell me. Okay, no. Because it'd just be weird. No, that, <laughs> yeah. but it would be your sister is what I'm saying. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, that would be your sister. Like, if your parents named one of your sisters Zarina Vern. Ah, no. No? Sham, what are your parents' names? Oh, man, this really ain't going to work. No? Mine are uh, Siegemern. That's my dad's name. Siegemern? Siegemern, yeah, and Marva. Yeah. Marva? Work, Marva, Marva Siegemern. Siegemern. Yeah. <laughs> you can name a kid Marva Siegemern. I guess. Yeah, you got a sister? I do, Chantel. What if she was named Marva Siegemern? Nah. <laughs> no. What's your uh, life dad's... on Tinder would be so different for her, huh? <laughs> yeah, big time. I'm not what... saying she's on Tinder. I don't know if she's on Tinder. She's, she's actually engaged. She is good for yes. her. Congratulations. Um, what's your dad like? Do people? What do people call him though? Parky. Parky? Yeah, Parky for my oh, last name. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Oh, uh, Parky Parkinson. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like the twelve-year-old best friend in an '80s sitcom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway, congratulations, uh, Britney Spears. Yeah, of course, big time. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Johnny Depp's lawyers are doing the uh, all these rounds of interviews. They stopped by Good Morning America yesterday, and the big question is now: um, Will Johnny Depp at this point? Um, still expect Amber Heard to pay out that judgment, which she so clearly cannot afford. Heard's lawyers say she plans to appeal the verdict. She doesn't have the money to pay for the judgment. And you all have said that the goal is not to impoverish Ms. Heard. Is it possible we, where we could see a settlement where she foregoes the appeal in return for Mr. Depp uh, waiving any monetary damages? Well, George, we obviously can't disclose attorney-client communications, but 
as Mr. Depp testified, and as we both made clear in our respective closings, this was never about money for, for Mr. Depp. So this was about restoring his reputation, and he's done that. So you're not disclosing any, any privileges, but it sounds like that's something that could be on the table, but it's up to Ms. Heard? Again, we have to be careful what we say, um, but this was about Mr. Depp's reputation. That mm. was what it was about for him. Hmm. So it's Talking looking like lawyers that's... is never fun. What's that? Talking, you can never get an answer out of a lawyer. <laughs> no, you get no. It's like interviewing a hockey player, right? <laughs> yeah, or true. or Justin Trudeau. Like it doesn't matter what you ask; they're just going to answer whatever they want to answer, mm-hmm. right? Because they don't want to be on the hook. No, everything's like. It's there. It's out in the public. Well, you you don't want to be on the hook and they, for it. And they know that. And especially because, if you remember, like Amber Heard's side of this case was not that she was saying that specifically and directly that Johnny Depp defamed her. She was saying that Johnny Depp's lawyer defamed yeah. her. And in his working for Johnny Depp, that he was his representative, then you could then find Johnny Depp liable for it. But it's what his lawyer said. And so that's why lawyers are uh, so crazy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Elon Musk is about to get what he asked for. What do you mean? So he has, he has been... Uh, flirting with the idea of backing out of the deal to buy Twitter. By the way, if he backs out, he has to pay them a million dollar a billion dollar penalty. Billion? A billion dollar penalty if he backs out of the deal. Has the stock tanked too since It has it's said, gone yeah. it's gone way down, but Twitter wants Elon to purchase uh Twitter for the full price that he had offered at the beginning. And Elon is saying I need to know how many users, because you have to declare when you buy a company, you have to tell what the company's worth. You have to disclose all the information you have. And that base, that sort of determines what the company is worth. And Elon has said he wants to know specifically from Twitter and their analytics how many Twitter accounts are fake or bots or whatever, all that stuff. Because Twitter has said that it's somewhere around 5%. Mm -hmm. Other independent um, analytics companies have said that it hovers around 10 to 15% on the high end. And Elon is like, I just want that info, right? To me, that seems fair, though. It does seem fair. but Like, you're not buying... Like, part of the deal was not take it as is. No. Right? So what Twitter decided to do, because at first they were hesitant. Yeah. What Twitter decided to do, and I don't know how they're going to do this, and I don't know how Elon is going to even manage this, uh-huh. but Twitter is now going to offer Elon Musk and his team access to access to its full, quote, fire hose of raw data from the platform, which includes 500 million tweets a day. Oh. So basically, they're going to give them them everything and say find the fake ones yeah you do the work you do the work wait can he read our dms <laughs> you gotta that, be kidding even me. still that doesn't seem fair to me well that's what you're gonna get though they're just that gonna give him full fair. access they're just gonna give him full that's access fine, to everything but like it's the company's not his yet like they no but they're trying listen, to sell he, the company he has to do his due diligence on the company so yeah, all he all they can still. do is provide the i know it's crazy it's That's crazy nuts. it's nuts but uh but yeah so it's looking like twitter is going to play ball to a certain extent but again if elon at the end of this decides that he does not want to buy twitter for the agreed upon price he will still have to pay one billion dollars for the breakout fee the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh president joe biden was on with Jimmy Kimmel last night for his very first late night television appearance. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Huh. I guess the, obviously they were talking about uh, uh, gun control and what can be done and the idea of uh, uh, executive orders came up. Here's uh, President Joe Biden. 
Can't you issue an executive order? Trump passed those out like Halloween candy. Yes, sir. It, well, I mean, isn't that something that could happen? Well, I, I, I have issued executive orders within the power of the presidency to be able to deal with these, everything having to do with guns, gun ownership, whether or not you have to have a waiting, all, all the things that are within my power. But what I don't want to do, and I'm not being facetious, I don't want to emulate Trump's abuse of the Constitution and the constitutional authority. And... And so, and I mean that sincerely, because I often get asked, look, the Republicans don't play it square. Why do you play it square? Yeah. Well, well, guess what? If we do the same thing they do, our democracy will literally be in jeopardy. Well, I mean, yeah. Not a joke. Oh, man. Yo, Trump must have been hella pissed when he heard that. <laughs> but if you're wondering why Joe Biden was on with uh, Kimmel, <clears throat> Joe Biden's approval rating right now is at the lowest that it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Uh, for him to compare Joe Biden's approval rating right now to say where Donald Trump was during the same point in Donald Trump's presidency right now, boy, Biden is sitting around 40%. Trump was at 52. Um, Biden's numbers right now, if you wanted to compare when Trump's dipped this low, Trump had this same approval rating that Biden currently does when the pandemic started, when the twin cities were going on and right after the murder of George Floyd. Oh, wow. Right, So that's when Trump sort of hit his lowest. And that's the sort of where Biden is right now. They don't want to put Joe Biden on late night television. Yeah. Joe Biden is not made for, you know, off the cuff humor, everything else. Jimmy Kimmel, super safe space. There's a yeah. lot of places they would not place him. Um, but uh, but it but, is yeah. a critical time. But and that's what you America, have to do. And right? unfortunately, that's what you got to do. You got to, mm. you know, he doesn't want to do Jimmy Kimmel. No. He's got other stuff he has to do. But you look at the the approval numbers, and unfortunately, you got to play show business a little bit. And sure. that's uh, and that's the that's the problem right there with everything. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, here in uh, in Toronto, the Toronto airport is like making news all over the world just because it's an absolute disaster. Uh, Ryan Whitney tweeted that video the other day where he said that he was basically living at the airport now because he had Bro, waited like 20 hours in lines or I don't something even know. like that. Like Jen and I were talking about it, like what we would do because we got so many texts from people who listen to this show with yeah. their stories of much like everyone else that you hear where, you know, you go on vacation, you come back, you're sitting on the tarmac for three hours yeah. and then you have to come into the airport and you got to wait another couple of hours for customs and you got to wait for your baggage. Like there was one person that said that they uh, had come back from the Bahamas and they had a, uh, a three and a five-year-old oh with them God. and waiting all that time. Like I could only imagine the kind of stress that you're put under. So here is uh, the uh, transport minister, um, uh, Al Gabra. Yeah. This phenomenon is happening at airports across the world. I'm not saying this to say that there's no responsibility here. I'm just saying that we're witnessing similar phenomena across the world. Omar Al-Gabra. Um, I, I, yeah, you could say that you're seeing it all over the world, but Toronto is a very special case because mm-hmm. the people who are flying in here, a lot of them have flown to other countries yeah. and they've landed at other airports and they are not like this. No. Sure, they're backed up and everybody's flying and all of this stuff, but there is nothing right now that compares to what is going on at the and Toronto airport. The other part of the story is that they hired uh, over 850 agents for like across the country sure. to work at, at various airports. But like... It's not like you hire them and then they start today, like day one is today. No. Right? A lot of them, training has to, they got to go through training and all. Like, we're looking at weeks, if not months, before they they, they implement all these new agents that are coming in. And they have the COVID protocols that they got to get rid of. Um, They have new machines. They have all this stuff. It is an absolute disaster at that airport right now. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. 
Uh, but good news for uh, somebody who uh, actually got a pay bump because of uh, what's been going on in the world and how tough time how tough times are right now. Okay. Uh, that would be Snoop's personal blunt roller. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe what? it's a tough job. What is that? Not a, that's not a dream of yours, Deepa, to have like uh, a, no number one priority. Actually, right, yeah, to someone, own, to roll, own, someone to roll all your blunts. Yeah. Of course, because these guys just hire all their dudes, right? I told you that time I interviewed. Yeah. I interviewed Diddy, and Diddy showed up, and there was two guys that walked over to him. One guy combed his hair. One guy combed his hair. Another guy reached into his purse and pulled out lip balm and undid the cap and held it out for Diddy so he could put his finger in it and rub it on his lip. He had a <laughs> hair guy and a lip balm guy. Two different guys. Do you think two they different do other jobs too, or do you think that's all they? That do? believe me more. I was with them for about ninety minutes. Those two guys did nothing else wow. other than hair and lip balm. Yo, that's different money, bro. Okay? That yes. is such Thank different you. money. So what happened was, is Snoop had said years ago that his blunt roller, what do you think is a good salary for a blunt roller? Where that's what you do for a living. You roll Snoop's blunts. Well, because it's Snoop? Yes. You're looking at doing that a lot throughout yeah. the day. So I'm going to guess six figures. I'm going to guess $500,000. What? Whoa. What, man? $500,000? There is no way. But it, you're, I think you're looking at this wrong. I think you're looking at, like, what can a rich guy throw his money around on? What is a good salary for a blunt roller? Like, for you to quit your, like, for somebody to quit their job working at, say, Costco to take a job blunt rolling for Snoop, what would that dollar figure be? Listen, for me, I yeah. want six figures. You want so six figures. Okay. okay. I'm going to say like 80 grand. 80 grand. Like Deepa, that, what yeah. do you think? What do you think yeah. the blunt roller makes? I was going to say about 80 to 85 grand. Uh, damn it. Do you, Maury, do you know this already? Uh, no. You don't. I was going to, first of all, I would just spend the day rolling a whole bunch so you don't have to do it at that moment. Mm. I would say something like, I'd say 80 grand as well. I think that's fair. 80 grand. So Snoop's blunt roller, he had said in 2019, was making forty to $50,000 for the oh, year. That's oh, that's wow. uh, Yeah. And then, so Uberfax tweeted yesterday, they tweeted out the salary of Snoop's personal blunt roller, just as like one of their weird flags, uh, one of their weird facts. Yeah. And Snoop replied simply with inflation. Their salary went up. <laughs> 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 so congratulations to Snoop's Blunt Roller on that big raise, man. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Chocolate Johnson, after all these years, Mario Chocolate Johnson, he huh? is uh, somebody who shares writing credit on Ice Ice Baby. Vanilla Ice? The Vanilla Ice track. Listen. This song just, so much controversy from the day it was released. So first of all, it was accused of ripping off Under Pressure by Queen. Uh, then there was that whole thing where Suge Knight apparently held Vanilla Ice off a balcony at a hotel in Los Angeles until he signed over the rights to it. Uh, there's, uh, did Vanilla Ice write it? Did he not write it? And so now uh, Chocolate Johnson, who is one of the people credited on the song as one of the writers uh, in a new interview, says that in reality, even after all of that, all the controversy, all the violence... Vanilla Ice had nothing to do with it. So here is uh, Chocolate Johnson. Is it true that Vanilla Ice, he grew up in the hood? Because at one point, he said he was from the hood. So when you first met him, was he in the hood? Hell no. <laughs> he, he wasn't from the hood. He, he lies so much that he'd be believing them lies. I'm telling you facts. He lies so much. He's a liar, bro. He, he, he lies. Like, every song I did on that album, he credited himself. He said he wrote I Size Baby at 16. He didn't write no parts of that song. And he really believed it. So imagine that. People think that we had a problem with Ice Ice Baby. 
We didn't. Ice Ice Baby was already in the can, paperwork done. He sounds like a guy oh. whose name is Chocolate Johnson. Right? That was my nickname in high school. What's that? Shut yeah. up, Chad. Yeah. That's your nickname? Yeah, That's what they called you? Chocolate Johnson. Jeez. I like that. I support that fully. I would love to have known a kid named Chocolate Johnson in high school. I would have loved that. But knowing my high school, here's the thing. I, I went to like an all-white high school, obviously. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Had a black kid gone to the high school, his nickname would have just been Chocolate Johnson because that's what just the white kids would have called him. You don't even have to have other black kids in class to be called Chocolate Johnson. I never got a cool That's like one of the coolest nicknames to call. And he calls himself that. Now, that's like a self-nickname. It has to be a self-nickname, right? Yeah, I actually got the nickname Creme de la Chem in school. You did? What? Oh, no, my sure. God. You went to a cool school, yeah. man. <laughs> I used Vanilla Rage. You were what? Vanilla Rage. That wasn't your name. That's a Nobody liar. said that. No, 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 no. no Nobody no. called you Vanilla Rage. No, I think no, you're making no. that up. As no, a joke. No. You know what? Your, Maury's nickname in high school was, what's wrong with that guy? <laughs> Sherman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Did you have a nickname though in high school, Maury? Morphine. Oh, was it really? Who yeah, gave you that nickname? Cool. Luke Fair. And so, did oh, anybody wow. else call you Morphine, or was it, it just... Uh, it, de it definitely scarred you, because you named that guy first. Oh, I know. He went on to be like a famous <laughs> DJ. Oh, oh. And uh, do you still talk to him, or no? Oh, no. He's the guy I, I reconnected with and said a hello so many times in DMs. Yeah? And did he write you back? No. That's not connecting Ignored. with somebody. Yeah, no. that, that's not <laughs> reconnecting with somebody. That sounds like stalking. Re re reconnecting with somebody is when you're like, hey, it's Morphine. He's like, oh, my God, Morphine. I haven't talked to you in a long time. That's reconnecting with somebody. Yeah, it didn't go that way. It did. <laughs> uh, Deepa, what was your nickname? Did you have a nickname? Uh, yeah, Teacher's Pet. Oh, <laughs> Creme de la Chem, Morphine, and Teacher's Pet. Yeah. You got to be kidding me. Yeah. We got the all-star lineup here. <laughs> uh, I like that. Maury, what's your dad's nickname? Does he have oh, one? Yes, no, he does. What is his At nickname? At work for like the last 40 years, they call him Mort. Mort. And I've Mort? always been called Little Mort. Why do they call Frank Mort? I don't know the story of that, but for my entire life, uh, they called him Mort. Really, huh? So, like, yeah. when he walks into the plant, they're all like, Mort! Exactly. Because <laughs> he's worked with the same people for 40 years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Doesn't that what mean up, DJ dead in, <laughs> uh, uh, in Spanish, Morte. Oh, Muerto. that's close. Muerto. <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, where are we here? Uh, there's something else I wanted to do. Oh, Chris Pratt. Uh, yeah, because this Ezra Miller story of him being a groomer and like oh, flying no, a, no, 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 a twelve year old no, no. girl and he's no, getting arrested. Not... WB's got a huge problem with Ezra Miller, man. Yeah. Like if they're cutting Amber Heard's time down in Aquaman because of like that trial, they got to fire Ezra Miller. I don't know how he recovers from this. Yeah, I don't know if you can even release the Flash. Jeez, it's gonna be tough. Uh, yeah, so uh, Chris. Pratt, so Chris Pratt, Notorious, all these guys are huge pranksters, right? Mm -hmm. Like like uh, George Clooney and Brad, like all those guys are big pranksters uh, on set. And apparently Chris Pratt is a big prankster, but he took one too far on his new movie, The Ter Terminal List, and like he almost died. What? Listen to this. There's one scene where my character essentially gets caught in a mudslide. And so to get the shot, the last thing we did was me essentially getting buried alive. What they're going to do is just cover me with dirt. I'm breathing through a straw, and then they use an excavator to dump another big bucket full of dirt on top of me in the shot, and then I'm supposed to crawl my way out. I have a pretty good breath hold. I can hold my breath for, like, you know, a minute. minute I've always said that about you. You've, you've mentioned that. 
Everybody knows this about me. Show off. And so I thought it'd be funny if I just don't move. What I failed to realize after 30 seconds of not moving, think it'd be funny, is that I actually couldn't move. And so I could only move my right hand. It took a, probably a minute and a half. And I finally get out and I cough up dirt. And people come up to me and go, Dude, that was some of the best acting. <laughs> Ever seen you do a, and I was like, yeah, I my pants. Isn't that? Oh <laughs> no! Oh no! Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from six to ten on Kiss ninety two five. Kiss ninety two five dot com or download the Kiss ninety two five app.